O Lord, stir up in us the flame of that love which burned in the heart of your Son as he bore his passion, and let it burn in us to eternal life. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. We continue through Holy Week with the Psalms as our guide. And this evening we have Psalm 71 before us. We see this idea mentioned in verse 9 with a reference to old age. And this psalm has a superscription, a title in the Hebrew that says, God's help in old age. Now, how we want to define old age is open to interpretation. At 38, I don't really fall into that category of old age unless you ask a toddler. But that does not mean that this psalm is not for me. Sure, maybe in 30 more years I will hear this psalm differently. But this is a psalm about the precariousness of life. All of us face trials, calamities, challenges, and the reality of death. Unfortunately, being younger does not exempt me from any of those things. Old age is just another way of saying when time is short, and time is short for us all. Time is the only non-renewable resource. We can lose money and then make some more. We can lose strength and flexibility, but we can train and build some of that back. We might face difficulties, but they can be overcome. Time, at least as we experience it, moves in only one direction, and there is no getting any of it back. For all of us, regardless of age, time is running out. And this can be a very unsettling realization. And we consider it in Holy Week because for Jesus, only three days remain until Good Friday. Instead of despairing over this passage, the impermanence of life or the loss of vigor Psalm 71 would remind us that God is our rock. Throughout the psalm, we pray that God would be our strong rock, a castle to keep us safe. For God is our crag and our stronghold and has been our confidence since we were young. There is no shortage of instances in which God has been with us and has been our rock. Scripture is full of those sorts of stories, as are the lives of the saints. And I'm sure all of us have stories of unexpected strength and comfort being given to us by God's love. And this is why prayer and meditation are so important in the life of faith. If we never take time to stop and breathe and reflect, then we might miss out on the fact that God is indeed our rock, a cavern in which we can find safety. Yes, asking God for the things that we need and want, that's a fine way of praying. But if we neglect thanksgiving, then we're missing out. And a wonderful way to do this is the Ignatian Examen, named after St. Ignatius of Loyola. You can look up the details online later. There's, there's several steps involved. But at the most basic level, the examen is best done in the evening. Take just a couple of minutes to review your day. 
think about the mundane things and the spectacular things that happened. But the idea of the examine is to see how God was at work throughout the day, where we were aligned with the love of God and maybe where we got off track a bit. The examine helps us to notice those places in which God was our refuge and our strength, and then pray to God for continued guidance tomorrow. The reason why knowing that God is our rock is so valuable is that we need a solid foundation to make it through life. Whether it's interpersonal conflict at work or at home, health concerns, discerning what God is calling you towards, anxiety about what's in the news, or personal struggles, life has a way of being unsettling. There's a lovely prayer from the nighttime liturgy of Compline in our prayer book that includes the prayer, Be present, O merciful God, so that we who are wearied by the changes and chances of this life may rest in your eternal changelessness. It's a prayer asking for God to be our rock. Because the world will offer us other foundations, strength in the form of high-powered attorneys and militaries, money to just move or buy our way out of difficult circumstances, confidence so that we can just steamroll over others or blindly ignore our problems. Now, society will tell us that faith is just wishful thinking, that it's a crutch for weak-minded and superstitious people. But this is nothing new. In his letter to the Corinthian church that we heard this evening, St. Paul writes, the message about the cross is foolishness. Jews demand signs and Greeks desire wisdom, but we proclaim Christ crucified, a stumbling block for Jews and foolishness to Gentiles. Even to those of us in the church, Sometimes we question the foundation of our faith. The pandemic that we are hopefully coming out of made this abundantly and painfully clear. Many people have not attended church for at least two years, and many of them have not noticed any appreciable change in their lives. Or if they have, it does not appear that church is something foundational to them anymore. Now, a lot of people like to talk about the difference between Jesus and the church. They say that they can find Jesus at their kitchen table, or in walks in nature, or in devotional time at home. And to be sure, those sound like exactly the sorts of places that Jesus would show up. But none of them are the rock of faith. Jesus gave us the church, the body of Christ, to be our foundation. He gave us the sacraments, like baptism, Eucharist, confession, and anointing to sustain, comfort, and nourish us in our faith. And by the power of the Holy Spirit, we are given a beloved community that we can read scripture with, pray prayers with, to be responsible for and accountable to, to rejoice and lament with, to serve alongside. And the unique and wonderful thing about the body of Christ is that it includes anyone who walks the way of faith. Anyone who walks in that door gets to be a part of the body. 
Now, small groups can be wonderful. A circle of friends is great. A book club is very good. But none of those are the church. None of those make us be with people that otherwise we would not be with. The church brings us into the stream of God's faithful witnesses throughout space and time. The church is the gift of Christ's very body to the world. And this is that refuge, that castle, that stronghold that Psalm 71 has us to pray for. In the church, we are assured of God's mercy. We are fed from the riches of God's grace. We are given to one another in love. The church is that foundation that we need amidst the changes and chances of life. It is a place where we can grow old and know that we will never be forgotten, but always cared for and valued to the end. This is exactly what Jesus has in mind for us in Holy Week. In John, we heard Jesus say, when I am lifted up from the earth, I will draw all people to myself. In Holy Week, Jesus is creating the community that will gather around the cross. It is a blessed and beloved community where young and old alike find the foundation upon which to build their lives. The salvation we receive in the cross is that Jesus draws us together into the mighty fortress of his love. As that great hymn of our faith puts it, O God, our help in ages past, our hope for years to come, our shelter from the stormy blast, and our eternal home. Amen.